Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast where you are empowered from the inside out. I hope you're doing well and keeping warm in this uh, chilly weather. And this week's episode is all about how to stay motivated. And I've touched on this in previous episodes in bits and bobs, but the reason why is because at the end of the year, we usually take stock of the whole year. And as you've probably seen on social media, there's um, been those Spotify wrapped uh, sort of uh, summaries going around about what people have been listening to the whole year. That's really what we would tend to do when the calendar indicates that we're coming towards a new year. And you might think this is really sort of strange to do the subject at this time rather than maybe February, March when people's New Year's resolutions are dwindling off. But as I always say, I don't think the calendar should necessarily dictate how you show up in life. It's just a way to track time. And whilst people are sort of obviously in the midst of the Christmas season or the holidays, I think it's important to find ways that are healthy and sustainable to help you make the most of your goals, but also keep track of them. Because I always say that motivation is like bathing. You kind of need to do it every day. Well, actually, it's not a kind of, you need to do it every day in order so that you don't fall behind and end up having to catch up both metaphorically and literally when it comes to your goals. So instead of having this unhealthy grind hustle culture, which I have to say the idea behind it is really just that you take action, which is necessary. So whilst I believe in thinking positively and speaking what you want into existence, I also believe in taking action. So in that sense, that hustle grind culture is not um, sort of wrong actually at all. However, there are ways to work towards your goals that I believe are a little bit healthier. Uh, I'm not part of the team No Sleep. I really believe in being able to fulfill your goals in a way that maintains your wellness. Will there be some times where you have to sort of push yourself a little bit more than others? Of course, but I think that that comes down to my first point, which is having a compelling why. You know, really draw down on why you're doing anything in life because that will help you waste less time. You know, if it's just about money, for example, or if it's just about status and how people think of you, then you'll give up quickly or you will compromise your integrity, your morals, or you will take something that looks like a good opportunity but actually isn't because you haven't taken time to really sit back and be strategic about it and think about what your why is, what's driving you. So is it time freedom? Do you want more time with your family? Do you want to leave a legacy? Do you want to address a meaningful global issue? I always always believe that everyone is created with a purpose and with gifts, but they're not necessarily for you. They're actually for you to use. And so having a compelling why will help you see and discover and really dig down into knowing what you're about, what motivates you, what lights you up, what is really meaningful. Because although people say that they want sort of happiness and they're pursuing happiness, I believe that what people want is actually fulfillment which means that they feel that they're making a meaningful, significant contribution to whatever's happening in this world in a positive way. Those are the people 
at least that I'm talking to. So I believe that's what really uh, people are searching for, which is why we have to have sort of an, uh, an evaluation of what your why is. None of us are one-dimensional people. We all have different aspects of our life, different things that fill us up. So find out what your why is in each area of your life and what is pushing you um, and what is really um, gets you going without you having to feel like you're forcing it or faking it or trying to look you know like you're a high achiever high achieving is not really sustainable unless your why is something that is meaningful to you so this is why it's so important to know your why so that others don't dictate it to you others don't tell you what you should be doing because this, because of this that and the other you have to know yourself and that may take time if that's not a practice that you've generally been doing one of the ways that you can do that is uh, by journaling and by scribbling down ideas as you get them whether it's on your phone in your notes application or in a physical diary i think actually doing it on, with pen and paper is more useful because you see there right in front of you what your thought patterns are what your sort of priorities are and so that will help you make decisions that are best suited to the kind of life that you want to create so the second tip on staying motivated is challenge yourself regularly switch up your strategy or your routine because there's that quote that says you know insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result and i think that in order for you to stop just generally being bored whatever you're doing whether it's a personal goal or a professional goal you know, you have to switch things up regularly, just like your muscles in your body will get used to exercise. If you keep doing the same thing, it will adapt um, to that exercise. And at some point you'll reach what we call a plateau. So what you want to do is switch things up. So you're challenging your body because that's the way that you grow. So do one thing, for example, a week uh, or a month, depending on your schedule and your capacity to bring you closer to what you want. So ask yourself, what can I do that pushes me outside of my comfort zone? What can I do that really gets me to um, take one step further towards what I want? Because when you break down these big goals that we all have for each area of our life, how, what do I need to practically do today to get there? Because that helps you not only feel less overwhelmed by the big picture goal, but also it means that you have a sense of achievement regularly and you are able to stay outside your comfort zone, which is essential to you being able to kind of steward and manage when you get to your goal. So you'll have built the internal mental and emotional muscle um, to be able to manage whatever fruits of your labor um, happen to come about. So. Challenge yourself regularly also keeps life interesting, you know. There are so many things that are outside of our control, but I think if you take on sensible challenges, if you challenge yourself to send three emails to people who you want to mentor you, for example, or you challenge yourself to make cold calls to companies that you want to work for, or you challenge yourself to start reading uh, the books that you've had on your shelf for so long, whatever it may be, whether it's a workout, whether it's a relational issue, you know, challenge yourself because those are the things that are within your control. So when you also challenge yourself, you're focusing on what is within your control, which also, you know, just helps you regulate 
yourself emotionally and it means that you're able to occupy your mind and what I spoke about in the last episode about creating pockets of focus is this is where you can do that you can create pockets of focus where you challenge yourself and you go you know what you'll find that it's actually not as scary as it probably seemed it's not as arduous um, or complicated as it seemed and you'll really see that you are more capable and you're more brave and you're more courageous than you thought because as we grow more into adulthood we tend to be more risk averse and things that aren't really a risk may seem like a risk because for some of us or some of you should I say you may take on more responsibility so then you think actually that responsibility hinders you from taking more chances when the irony is that sometimes that responsibility can be your why um, back to point one and it can be one of the reasons why you have the sort of push to really step out of your comfort zone and create a life that is meaningful to you because if you do that you're going to be happier and you're going to be that doesn't mean that everything's going to be perfect but you're going to be someone who's going to enrich the people around you relationally because of the energy that you give out and number three ways to stay motivated is celebrate everything i mean everything if you got up at the time that you wanted regularly for a week clap for yourself pat yourself on the back if you um you know sent those emails made those calls if you uh you know put up that post if you you know uh set that boundary if you just basically made any small progress you need to cut for yourself because we live in a world as you probably have realized that doesn't like to cut for other people so you have to do that for yourself you are also surrounded with people who have their own lives and their own priorities So we cannot rely on anything outside of ourselves to give us validation because as I've said in previous episodes, that really leaves you very susceptible. So what you want to do, and also it means that you're not able to tell the difference between flattery and a genuine compliment, even though most of the time it is quite obvious, but you're not going to be taken in by that because you know, I already left my house. If you are working a role, for example, that needs you to go out of the home, already having a robust mentality and a healthy viewpoint and an ability to celebrate what I've done. And if somebody else does that, that is the icing on the cake. It's not the cake. So celebrate everything because when you're trying to achieve a goal, it can be so often that you ignore the things that you've achieved because you're so hungry to move on to the next one. And that's great if you have goals that compel you that way, but it's important because It helps you, you know, keep a folder of wins, keep it mentally and also keep a physical one where you can look back and really remind yourself of who you've helped, what you've achieved when you're having sort of maybe a not so great day. But the premise of celebrating things is it actually helps you build self-trust. If you keep promises to yourself, if you are able to look back and say, hey, this is what I've done. These are the obstacles that I've overcome. These are the ways that I've grown as an individual. So even if it's something that's quote unquote intangible, maybe you're better at, you know, managing your time, managing your boundaries. Maybe you're better at communicating. Those are huge things and we may not see them as huge. So it's really important to make a note of that and also make a note when you've got a change in mindset or when your reactions are different. These are small things, but they help you build that stamina 
Number, the second point is that it helps you build good self-talk. I've talked about the importance of this on a previous podcast episode in this season. So make sure you go back and check it out about how to develop a positive um, self-talk. But it also helps you not compare yourself to other people who may be in the same industry or field or journey or whatever than you. And it helps you really understand that you are going to focus on your own lane. Um, first of all, because you don't know what other people have had to overcome. Uh, you don't know what obstacles they've had to sort of navigate. But there are people counting on you. You know, you're not here by accident. And as I always say, I believe that we're here for a purpose, but you have to know that and you have to keep a picture again in front of you of the things that are going well. When you turn on the news, when you go on social media, when you do whatever, you're going to be bombarded with how things are not going well, how things may not work, how things or oh, people may not help. It, whilst that may be the reality, and I always say it's so good to just be pragmatic and not live in woo-woo land. In order for you to have a positive mental attitude, um, which is about facing things in life rather than sort of glossing them over, but actually seeing things with clarity and perspective, you know, you have to keep the milestones that you've overcome in front of you and remind yourself that this is a journey. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Um, and your goals, especially meaningful ones, may take time, but usually once you reach them, they're so much better and you'll be so much more appreciative of them once you get there because of the fact that you've kept going and the person that you have become along the way. So I hope those helped you. And there are so many tips to stay motivated. This is not a one size fits all. There are so many things that work for different people. So I always say like, do your research, read the books, you know, find what works for you. But having a compelling why, challenging yourself regularly and celebrating yourself, I think are integral foundational principles to having healthy motivation, motivation that actually helps you keep going and one where you are doing it from a place of, wow, I'm so excited I get to achieve something rather than beating yourself up about what you didn't do or you haven't done yet. So as ever, um, if you want to book a leadership and mindset coaching session with me, go to mystylesymphony. Uh, dot com uh, slash book online don't forget to follow us on instagram at not your average official and at the style symphony share with those in your world who you think need just some encouragement to stay motivated thanks so much for listening and i'll see you on the next episode bye